Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Cash Grab podcast where we go through different franchises that have been turned into video games or vice versa and discuss whether they are cash grab or are they not. My name is Tom and I'm Steph and today we come to you in quarantine but together. Tell you what, mate, it's a hell of a lot easier to, uh, it's a to back and forth lot each easier. other when we're not over Discord. <laughs> it's a lot easier. It's uh, a pleasure as well. Yeah, there's always that, you listen back to the quarantine episodes and there's always a, my, my name's Tom. And I'm, I'm Steph. Steph. There's, always that, there's always that gap. But now it's a lot easier to... Uh, and, then it's, and then on that one occasion we had done in... He just all came that went, in early, all didn't that he? Went, yeah, he just, well, number one, he just jumped the fuck in and was like, I'm, I run this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but second of all, every time we have Dan on, one thing goes through my mind and it's, is he going to call himself Dan or is he going to call himself Daniel? <laughs> and I'm like, which is it today? What's it, it going to be today? today? And I'm Dan. <gasps> no you'll. Dan. No, no you'll. No you'll today. So have you been? Yeah. All right. I been, suppose. Been, been playing anything different? Uh, Probably from last time we spoke, I bought Battlefront 2, and that's all I've been playing. Fair. I've been playing the shit out of it, the bollocks out of it, Steph. And you're enjoying it. I love it to bits, but literally as soon as I bought it, they were like, they released an update. I think they released an update three days after I bought it, and then with that, they said, that's our final update, we're no longer supporting this. <laughs> and I was like, for fuck's sake, like, <laughs> I've, I've sunk two hours into it, for Christ's sake, and it died. And then the community tried to like, Sign a petition. They got quite a few votes for like continued support. Like a few, I don't know, about a hundred thousand or something. Oh, wow! But then EA were just like, "Nah, piss off. We're done with this. We're not earning money from it anymore. Yeah. Go away." There was something about that though. So apparently, one of the like heroes they had in development was Padme. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Well, with a little laser pistol. Yes. Yeah. With a little laser pistol, and so. That was meant to be one of the heroes in development. So that was someone that's on the cards. And then they, they've obviously shut it down. So there are no more heroes. There's no more content. Sure. But one of the last bits of content they released was a reinforcement. So like a special trooper that you can play as called an ISB agent. Okay. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it's got Natalie Portman's face on it. That's it. Yeah, so they obviously used the what they were going to use for Padme. They obviously used that, and they were just like, stick a fucking helmet on her and give her some like dual-wielding blasters and call her a fucking ISB <laughs> agent, do. Yeah. and that'll do. Do you, so, think, do you think they couldn't get the rights to Natalie Portman? Nah, I, I mean, if they got the rights for... I was going to say, if they got the rights for Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's notoriously difficult to get the rights for. Exactly, from. he's a real curmudgeon. <laughs> but, like, nah, because they, they've literally, like, got, like, the appearance of everyone. Like, Harrison Ford, the guy who played Lando. Actually, Thingy doesn't look like her. Um, who? Carrie Fisher, Leia. Oh, yeah. Leia doesn't look like Carrie Fisher. Luke oh. looks, like, spot on. Harrison Ford, like, as... Um, and Solo looks spot on. But they've got the young one as well. You know Solo the movie? Oh, yeah. You can get a skin of the younger actor who played young Solo. Solo, yeah. And oh, you can okay. get... Is it Donald Glover which played young Lando? No, young Lando was... Um... Oh, you've thrown me now. It's because it's Donald... He was in Community, wasn't he? It's Do- it's He's the guy Donald that made Glover. Atlanta. It's Donald Glover. Isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you completely threw it's, me there. It's him. Yeah, so yeah. you can you can get Childish like, Gambino. That. That's his like 
music name. That's why people keep saying it. You can get a, you can get, because you can get him as your skin. Yeah. For, now I've I've looked up a couple of like YouTube videos of Battlefront 2. I'd be, I'd be tempted to play it now. I love him. He's great. Yeah. Well, it, it, like, I, I get YouTube video recommendations of like Battlefront 2 and it's like, this is how you play as Lando Childish Gambino edition. But obviously that didn't make any sense to me. So it's like, it's obviously some sort of fucking noob gibberish. I don't understand. <laughs> but that makes a lot of sense now. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so so that is what I've been playing. How nice. about you, Steph? I have been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake. You have, haven't you? I You've have. Smashing have. it to pieces. Oh, I smashing, fucking love it. Smashing I Final Fantasy's back doors in. No, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Dan lent me his copy. Yes. After thank he, you, Dan. After, very, yeah, thank you very, very much, Very good Dan. of you. Very good of you. Um, and I had it for about three days, and I didn't play it because I, I was waiting. I because I've just bought a new 4K HDR TV. We're looking at it as we're talking. And it's stunning. It's and, um, fucking brilliant. So Backlit give, as well. Give, Beautiful thing. Well, I added that. Yeah. But to give context for people, my old one was a 32-inch just normal 1080p TV. Yes. And basically I thought, what better way to break in this... 4K HDR TV, which I know isn't a new thing because everyone's got them left, right and centre well, now, but now, it's new yeah. for me. What better way to break it in than Final Fantasy VII Remake? So I had the game Very true. sat there for three days and didn't touch it. That's a that's a I really, thought, I think I'd done well. You really avoided temptation there. I do I, I do, did. I do applaud that. Didn't even boot it up. I wanted it all on the new screen. And I'll tell you what, mate, I'm fucking <laughs> it was glad worth I did. Because my God is it good. I had the pleasure of sitting through chapter four as Steph played it. And oh. I will say that I've never been so gobsmacked both for for a game being so beautiful, so stunning to look at and play, but also just for sheer madness. <laughs> like, what is that about? Uh, that it was character- the best Road Rush game I've played. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, since Road Rush. Since Road Rush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was mental. But that guy Roach, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you can lift a bike of that caliber off the <clears> floor <throat> and backflip. And land back on your two tyres, but you've only lifted off the floor about four foot. It shouldn't be possible. I'm so glad it is in that world. It's so it's good. a beautiful thing. I was sold in it since then. Yeah, like like I said to you, I've uh, I've had I do have a couple of problems with it. But yeah. the game just makes me forget that I've got the problems with it. Which is you what know, a game should do. A good game should do. You know, do like you finish a task and it does say, do you want, like you finish the um, little side quest and yeah. then it comes up saying, side quest done, do you want to return? And you can say yes or no. Mm. I never want to say yes because I don't like the idea of just teleporting back. I feel like you I should see run the world. Back, yeah. Which is my fault because the game is literally going, we will put you back where you need to be now. Mm. You can save yourself a few minutes from running around. But the music... So good that yeah. I will just happily run around and listen to that. And music. especially if the environments are beautiful and you've got yeah. stunning music playing, like you know, what, what what more do you need? It is great. That puts me in mind of The Witcher because Witcher Three, I, that that's what I would always do. I'd, I would avoid fast travel half the time and just go on, like you know, jump yeah. on Roach and skidaddle across the countryside. Yeah, thought, it's, well, it's like, rare I, that you find a game like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want to look at a loading screen for. Well, they can be quite long on the witch, can't they? Mm. Twenty seconds. Yeah, fuck. Imagine what are you gonna do in twenty. I don't know. The only, <laughs> thing, the only thing that does get annoying though is these little corridors you have to squeeze down. I know Dan mentioned it. 
Don't, but now I'm here. Yeah, Dan's theory is right. Why, why make me squeeze through a corridor? Like, I understand you're loading the next scene and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get yeah. It. But why make me have to hold down up on the D-pad? Because then, Ooh, like... Oh, I didn't realise they did that. Yeah, so then, like, you can't just quickly get your phone out and check a text or just go make a cup of tea whilst he gets his way through. Mm. You have to then... I mean, none of them take long enough that you can go make a cup of tea. Like, I was, was, was going to say. I was going to say. Oh, that's very extreme. They literally take all of five seconds. <laughs> but you are just like, for those five seconds, you're like, fuck's sake, can I not just let go of up? But it does do this thing, which I've noticed, yeah. where halfway through, it seems to like stop. So you have to let go of up and press up again, and he carries on. And I'm like, is this a way of... It hasn't quite loaded yet. Stop him. Mm. And then you, that time where it takes you to realise that you've not, like you're not moving, you need to let go and press it again. There's enough for the game to kind of load the rest of the textures in. But oh. yeah, that, that's the only thing where I'm just kind of like, just when yeah, I enter there's... that corridor, just manually do it for me because there's yeah. no, there's no, I mean, there's, it's very there's no, lazy. There's no real, <laughs> I mean, it is, I, I, I won't defend you. It is extreme laziness. Oh, yeah, I, like, I, I completely like, But I, I was going to, I was going to actually like, totally like pandered to that and be like you need a tease made <laughs> that's what you need have you ever used a tease made no. oh my god i don't even know what you're on about really it's it's like a little it looks like a coffee machine but it makes tea that's a kettle <laughs> no it's honestly my wife's got one and she bought it and she was like, oh, this is a game changer because I can have it on my bedside table and I can just bring a cup up like the night before. And then when I wake up in the morning, I can just, my tea bag's already in there and I can just press the button. And it makes me a cup of tea. So it just makes instant hot water. Because well, if you put, a, if, yeah. you, if you put a mug and a tea bag under it, then oh yeah, you put it's your basically tea- just an instant <laughs> hot water machine. But it does milk. Oh, I found off. It has so a it separate just, nozzle, spurts, so you can do your like little, a little bit of milking. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's basically instant hot water. Instant hot so water. Can, so Pressurized not, water so and, and milk. So it's not just tea. You can also make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just. It's, <laughs> so basically, she was like, "Oh, it's a game changer because now I don't have to go through the fuss of like walking down my stairs." I was like, "All right, fair enough." And then this one morning, I woke up in a start. Like, because all I heard was, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? I thought the world was collapsing and it was her fucking tease, mate. And she was like, in my defense, I didn't know it was this loud. <laughs> and, it, and, it was just, and it was just going, <laughs> it was, and I was so like, it wakes oh, up and start. Yeah, I was it... like, all of that for a bit of hot water. That's mental. Yeah, well, pressurized, like hot water does take like a lot of noise, like, you're telling me. It's a cheap machine as well. Oh, it's a cheap machine. <laughs> it's a proper cheap machine. She she put what what was great about it is you know like those sorts of machines have like a little grill. So when you take your cup away, it can just drip into the grill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she put her cup, when she put her cup on the grill, the grill just collapsed. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's pointless, isn't it? Like that's a waste. It just broke. So the grill can't take the weight of a. So actually don't buy a tease made. But Final Fantasy Seven sounds great, mate. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So can't wait to play it more. Oh I can't wait to see more. We're talking about the incredible We are so from an incredible game to incredible people. But first (laughs) 
So, so for anyone who's new to the show, we do 30 minutes of the film and yes. then 30 minutes of the game based on the film. Yes. And decide whether the game's a cash grab or not. Yes. Now, we are going to do The Incredibles. Right? I don't know why Tom's got the giggle so much, but he's gone. <laughs> so we're going to do The Incredibles, which came out in 2004. <laughs> yeah. And it was Disney Pixar. It was. <clears throat> I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm fine. Just keep going. <laughs> Carry the show. So, yeah, so The Incredibles came out October 2004. Yeah. Oh. Um, did you see this in cinema or did no, you? I I don't think I saw this in cinema. I did have it on DVD and I watched it quite religiously. Yeah, it was one of those ones, and it was the same thing. It's the same with a lot of Pixar movies, to be honest. Um, it's like <laughs> it's like Finding Nemo, uh, The Incredibles. I used to just sleep to them every night when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so were, a 16 year old would just put yeah, on the Incredibles I'll just put on Finding asleep. Nemo or Incredibles or something like that because I just found them incredibly but would you easy. skip the first scene of Finding Nemo you couldn't sleep after seeing that harrowing shit could you no it was alright for me yeah. <laughs> it was fine that was a bit me. of Muslim I think I, wa- I watched it so many times that I just became immune to what's, what's his dad's name Marlon Marlon I became immune to Marlon's sorrows what was his sorrows. mum's name Coral yes yeah Yes. Yeah, God, that's a good memory. Who yeah, <laughs> <laughs> remembers Nemo's mother's name? I literally she, can't remember like died. people's birthdays. <laughs> but like, I remember a fish's name who dies in five two, minutes of two. the film. <laughs> Why? Oh, mate, that's unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. So no, I, I, I have watched it a number of times, but I, I didn't go to the cinema. How about you? I don't think I went to the cinema for it. No. Um... I don't remember going to cinema for it anyway, but yes, I also had it on DVD and that. Yeah. I used to watch it all the time as well. I loved it. It's yeah. the best Fantastic Four film yet. It is. It, it is. It, yeah, really it really is. is the best Fantastic yeah. Four film. Absolutely. And it's just, it's class, isn't it? It is. It's, it's fantastic. And, and rewatching it this time, so I suppose let's, let's jump into it. So rewatching it this time, we won't go through every single aspect of the half an hour we watched, but... It just it just starts with like you're engaged from the first second. Yeah. It jumps right in, but also it's like a laugh a minute. Like yeah. there's it, it, but it didn't stop for the half an hour we watched it. No. We, were, we we were on honestly constantly finding it funny, constantly finding it engaging. It didn't let up. It it, it was a winner at least for the half an hour we watched it was. So it starts off with Mister Incredible. And he's just driving a little car. Obviously, mm-hmm. at this moment in time, we don't know he's Mr. Incredible. He's just driving along. I mean, you do. He's all over the front poster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Incredible's just driving along, just doing a bit of Sunday driving by the looks of it. He doesn't seem to be going any particular way. Well, he's going to a destination, but yes. this, is, this is a point we're going to bring up because it's definitely something we spoke about. But yes, he is driving to a destination, but he's not in a rush. Hmm. And I pass, Sorry, I pass the conversation back over to you. What did we say? What did we say about it being easier without the Discord? And then like, it's, I mean, more, it's more complicated. It <laughs> it's much more complicated. Um, yeah. So he, he's driving along, and he's he's in like a tux or a suit, 
And um, he gets, he's obviously tapped into the police radio yes. at some point because he's getting little transmissions and he's off doing little bits. So basically it's initially like saving a cat from a tree, you know, as an odd job. But then there are these smugglers who are on the run from the police and they've just done a bank heist or something. And he's juggling all these balls at the same time. But every time he's kind of going along to do a heroic act, he's saying, oh, yeah, I can I can do that. There's still time. Yeah. So he's, imp- he's implying he does have to be somewhere and it's it's relatively immediate. Yeah. Uh, but where he is, like, well, sorry, when he is, is it's like maybe like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Like, yeah. It seems like afternoon time. time. Yeah. yeah. It seems like afternoon time. There's, there's, there's like blue sky still, you know, that sort of thing. So he does all these sorts of things. These these basically these series of events un- unravel as he's doing these heroic deeds, where he stops the like smugglers. In this meantime, he has a little meeting with Elastigirl on a rooftop, and they have some flirtatious talk about like, oh well, might meet up later, sort of thing, and you know, and then they go their separate ways. But then it unravels into this whole massive bank heist which is bomb voyage yeah orchestrated by bomb voyage which i think is a great play on both being french and being obsessed with bombs perfect yeah best name best name so all of that happens meanwhile he's got this obsessive fan this kid buddy incredible who believes he's incredible but really us and incredible psychiatrist just know he's a very unhappy boy <laughs> he's a very unhappy boy and poor lad yeah a, a very unfortunate lad i think to be honest especially considering the one person he does aspire to be alongside doesn't want him doesn't want him no he's a, he's fights on his own yeah he's a lone wolf old mr incredible mm. and so basically all, all, all these events happen where bon Voyage puts a little bomb on buddy's cape mr incredible has to let bon voyage go to save the child there's a, a series of destruction and then a, he has to save a train which is about to fall off a load of tracks it's just it's a multitude of events it, all yeah, at once it snowballs into a massive situation yeah and then after all of this we find out why he still had time for all of these things and it was that he goes to the local church Walks inside, his friend Frozone says, you're late. He says, how do I look? He says, absolutely fine. Takes off his mask, says, oh, the mask. Takes it off. He walks in and he's walking in to his own wedding. Which he was late for. Yes. But it was dark at that point. It was night time, proper night. So like, was he just dark like, night. So was he... I mean, like, for your wedding... Yes. We turned up quite early. Very early, in fact, because I was shitting myself. Oh, yeah. Was, <laughs> so we turned up very early, yeah, and like we were two and a half hours know, early. Yeah, we were, we were there for a long time. We before, were there for a before very long. We had time. to do anything. Um, which I would have rather have been. Do you think that's what he was doing? He was like, right, I'm going to get there five hours early, <laughs> just in- and I'll just sit and wait, just in case. <laughs> just in- although I'm Mister Incredible, I am shitting bricks about getting married. Maybe. And that's what he was doing. And then, Maybe. you know, I'm sure if we were on your way to your wedding and then Bon Voyage came along, we would have tried to sort him out. We would have definitely stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So <laughs> no maybe, doubt. maybe that's what it was. Maybe he was just like, no, I need to get there early because I'm panicking a little bit. 
in fairness, if we called up my wife, who at the time she would have been my fiance, and we said, and, and I said, look, I know it's our wedding day, but I don't know how to tell you this. He's back, and she'd go, bon voyage, <laughs> and, I, and I'd say yes, and she goes, we can get married anytime. Stomp that hideous frog, and let let London be rid of him. So that's what I would have done. We would have done. <laughs> yes, I can't take him alone. <laughs> he would have. Need your you would have incredible boy sidekick, me. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I I get where he's coming from, but yeah, at the same maybe time, maybe that's what it was. It was very bright, how? and then it was very yeah. dark when the wedding was. Yeah. So, that, so that, I mean, what we're what we're kind of really loosely getting at is the only problem we had with it is there's a very small time continuity error at the very beginning, which is very small. Yeah. Because there's, there's in, in nothing fact, we're nitpicking. Yeah, because there's <laughs> nothing to pick from this film. No, it's, it's so good. You've got Mister Incredible, Mister Incredible, <laughs> like super strong and all that. You got Miss, oh, got Elastigirl, who's yeah, the stretchy one. Have you picked up on the interesting dynamics of ah? So what makes the Incredibles great is that not only are they unique characters with unique powers but they're also intrinsically linked to family life. Mr. Incredible has to bear the weight. He's got strong shoulders and he's the man of the family. Mrs. Incredible is the overstretched mum. Oh. Violet is the teenager who is a typical teenager. She feels an outcast and almost invisible, but she's got her barriers up. Mm, yes. And Dash is the hyperactive child. The ADHD child of the family. <laughs> there you go. So each each one's powers are intrinsically linked to their character, but also their placement in the film. Mm, yes, that's a very good point. Yeah. So, like, but you know, they they are each so unique, and they're all like they're all great characters. Yes. Each each part of the family plays such a pivotal role, in my opinion. Like the the whole scene with like going into the school and the teacher being obsessed with the fact that Dash put a tack on oh, his thing. Yeah, and he's like, I've got him on CCTV so this time. <laughs> and you just see like, right there. You see it there. It, it's absolutely epic. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> it's so good. One of the best things about it is the fact that Mr. Incredible's put on all of this weight. And he's just a mammoth of a man. Like, that that scene when like so the superheroes are now done with and they're yeah, you know, where yeah. are they now? Just walking with us. Yes. And then he I mean if anyone's seen the film, if you haven't go watch it, but that yeah. bit when he gets out of the car and then the car doors fucking up and he slams <laughs> yeah. it in the glass and, and he lifts it up, up and there's like a kid on the bike <laughs> every single time it's, that fucking slays. It's me. class, isn't it's it? It's so good. It is so class. So Dash, right? We, when we were watching the film, we discussed um, why. Do you think they called him Dash once they found Before out about his power? or after yeah. the fact? Yeah. So it turns out his name is Dashiell. Excuse me. I'm gonna get my. Uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna get my laptop to uh, to say it. Dashiell. <laughs> Dashiell. Dash one, one more time. Are you ready? We'll do his full name. Ready? <laughs> Go on. Dashiell Robert Dash Park. Why can't this guy just do the podcast for us? <laughs> Should we do that? We might as well write out next time and let that fella write. Yeah. So yeah, his name is Dashiell, which isn't, isn't the name I've ever heard before. Dashiell. 
So was it just a really lucky coincidence? Yeah, and the the thing is, Violet, the the daughter who who is a shy, retiring, quite typical teenage girl, you know, full of full of angst and unknown about her situation, her life, and who she is. The thing is, isn't why Violet then? Because if Dash is so linked to his name, why Violet? Is there something about Violet well, what, that I'm not? What, what could you call her? Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Barry the confused child. <laughs> she has barrier powers. Barriette. Yeah, that's really good, Barriette. What's to do with invisible, transparent, trans? Oh, oh God. This <laughs> let's is a, not get let's into not that. Get down this let's road. not get into that. No, name, we'll stick with the Barry. We'll st- <laughs> stick with. Yeah, Barry the trans. <clears throat> Yeah, so Violet, yeah, I mean, Dashiel is an odd one as well, considering the fact that they are, uh, what's her name? Because he, he's Robert. Mr. Incredible is Robert Parr, isn't he? Bob. Yep. Bob, yep. So Bob. Helen. Helen. Violet. Yep. Violet, Dashiel, and Jack, then Jack. Jack. But then why Dashiel? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a very strange name. They're all, for... they're all quite typically kind of, I would say, like Anglo-American. Mm-hmm. They're very English names, aren't they? But uh, like American, and you know, Dashiel. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange name, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I know Americans come up with their strange. Sorry to any American listeners, but you, you lot do come up with some fucking bizarre names. <laughs> <laughs> let's, like, let's let's be honest. I've like some of the fucking names I've heard Americans go. Like, what the what the shit is that? Where did you pull that one from? Yeah. yeah. It's um, gracious. So in our half an hour, we didn't get to see Edna, and I'm gutted about that. No, Edna is she's great. The, she's the costume designer. Costume designer, yeah. She's such a good character. There are loads of great characters in this. I mean, this whole film is just fucking great, isn't it? They're, and it yeah. ke- it keeps up the whole way. Like I remember this whole film, and it keeps up the whole way. Yeah, there's it doesn't drop in my opinion. Whereas like, as much as I love Shrek, I don't remember the second half of Shrek as well as I remember the first half. Yeah. And Shrek's ending really just like yeah, the whole ending of Shrek really peters off, but the first half is unforgettable. Like, yeah, the, oh, the first half is fucking top yeah, notch. It is, yeah. But no, you're this you're film right. like starts at hundred percent and stays at hundred percent. It really does, doesn't it? It really does. I even remember at the end. I even remember the ending. We didn't watch it. No. I even remember the ending where like Violet's like stopped having her fringe in front of her face and she wears her hair back and yeah, yeah. So- suddenly people are noticing her and she like uh, like a boy asks her out to a date. It's like, yeah, we'll go to a cinema. Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I was looking right at you. <laughs> it came at the end of c- cinema. Cinema. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like even a pointless little, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a little tidbit like that has stuck with me. Yeah. Which, which shows the impact that like my attention didn't trail off at the end. This, like nah, you say, it's this stuck. It's that good. Yeah. It's that it, good. It really but, is. saying all this, you haven't seen Incredibles 2, have you? I haven't, no. Have, you have? Yeah. Is it as good? Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's, like, I wouldn't say it's as good, mm. but it definitely stands up with it. Are they, like, the same age? Does it, like, lead right on? Because I remember the Incredibles 1 yeah, ended with I the Underminer. It, yeah, and the, the, the part 2 starts with the Underminer. Oh, uh, yeah, so it kind of just... Starts where the last one ended. Yeah, but it takes it takes such a good turn because it's like Elastigirl is in the spotlight, and you've then got Bob looking after the families, like trying to help them, and like 
He's he's then like struggling with the fact that he's not the one that's out doing the superhero. They've had a bit work. of a role reversal. Yeah, and she's oh. out doing doing the superhero work, and he's trying to help the kids with homework and stuff. And like, he's getting frustrated. Oh, it's fucking good. It's, <laughs> it is good. And like, just some of the bits from it, and then you have got Jack Jack's more involved. Yeah, because he's found out that he's got like every power under every the sun, power and he turns into like you know what he turns into. The mascot of Flaming Hot Monster Munch. Yes. He looks just like I was going to say Ifrit, but no, definitely Flaming Hot Monster Munch. <laughs> or Ifrit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looks just... That's what I always thought. I was like, I mean, if I could turn into any of the Monster Munch monsters... You wouldn't want to be the pickled onion Monster Munch. He's just you? a little orange. They're different now, though, aren't they? Because roast beef now looks like a... You know what? I've got a packet of pickled onion monster munch in the kitchen. I think I can carry this podcast for like 30 seconds. Right, let me go, go get, get my packet of pickled onion All monster right. munch. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk shit. Right, so Steph's doing some really important shit for us research. right now. This is for hundred percent research. We always do a bit of research in the background. As I speak to you, I've got the Incredibles 2 Wikipedia up in the background so we can find our information. But this is key. Steph getting us the pickled onion monster munch. Here he comes. Right, Let's have a look. I, I did a bad job of carrying it. <laughs> I just, I did, I did. Oh my god! I don't remember him looking <laughs> like that at all. What the fuck is that? He used to just be orange. With, yeah. With hands. Now he's a yellow circle with a massive green mouth and a massive red nose and a eye, cyclops eye. Mate, I feel they, I feel they really. They dropped the ball on it. Yeah, look, they? they've got them all. But no. See which one's which one's the hot one? So I'm looking I've gone turning this is a monster munch <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so we've we've spoken about pickled onion with his big red nose and his one eye. Is so, Monster Munch something outside of the UK or is it only in the UK? I don't know. American, if, you, if you're American, you're watching this and you're not offended by what Tom said about your names. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't gone like instant, if, you if you haven't done a thumbs down and just fucked off <laughs> off of this video, please tell us whether you've got Monster Munch in the US. And tell us what your monsters look like in the US. Hope they're different to ours. Ours have gone downhill. See, I think, I think roast beef is that one. But the blue one. No, no, oh wait, yeah. No, Flaming Hot, I think, is the pink one. Yeah. But he used to be a big red powerful fella. Yeah, he did, yeah. And now he's just a pink gobshite they're all gobshites aren't they? they are all gobshites they're just a massive bunch of gobshites but they used to be really cool Do you have, you, the have you read the little like the little description go on miniature monsters with big creepy heads question mark or crunchy claws <laughs> plucked straight from pickled onion beasts <laughs> bite off each crispy toe Yep. Or is it an arm? Nibble the sides or stick your tongue through the hole <laughs> and let it melt in all its oniony, vin vinegary glory. Whoa. Wow. What? What is it about? I love them. They are great, aren't they? Do you, I used to like the mascot for French fries. And it used to be like a bird. With sunglasses? You, you, don't, you don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. You don't remember. No, I don't remember, you don't remember. Get the mascot for french fries. This is this has turned into a crisp podcast. <laughs> Just talking about fucking crisps. Every crisp used to have a have a mascot. 
Those are the French fries. But it used to be like a little... It used to be like a puckered little lips. And he looked like a bird in a coat with glasses or something. And he... I don't remember what he was. We're struggling to find him. I can't find him. Are you sure he exists? I'm sure he did. I used to eat so many French fries. I used to love them. They used to be my favourite crisp for a long time. I think they're underrated still, to be honest, because nobody can tell you what they are. <laughs> what are French fries? They're just sticks. We're just getting, like, American chip, like, American French yeah. fries. Once again, if you Yanks don't have, like, our French fries in America, then I know you have loads of great crisps. You've got loads of great... Well, you call them chips, which I... Instantly, yeah, Funyuns are fucking spot. Funyuns are brilliant, <laughs> so good. Funyuns are and uh, Cheetos, which you don't find much here, but mm. Cheetos are great. We should get back to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Incredibles. Yeah. So, like, Would, should we? Do you want to? Do you want to start us talking about the game? Should we end the film bit, or do you, have you got anything else to say? Uh, the the only thing I'd say is that in the half an hour we watched it, as we've alluded to, like, not a foot was put wrong. Was glued to it the whole time. And laughed way more than I probably should have done. I loved yes. it. Loved it to bits the half an hour we watched and brought us brilliantly into the game, I'd say. How yep. about you? Do you have any additional notes? No, I think that is that is it. You summed it up perfectly. Like, Lovely. Great film. Right, would you carry on watching it? Uh, yeah, 100%. Would you watch the second one? Yes, I want to. I will. In fact, I'll watch that tonight. Finish the first one. Yes. Then watch the second one. It'll be one long film. Yeah, just four hours of... Four hours of Incredibles. Four hours of Pixar movie. You'll love it. (laughs) So, there's no point, you know, this smashed it in the box office. As as I think anyone listening to this would 1.243 billion. What? Billion. No. Yeah, so its budget was 200 million. This is is from Wikipedia. Mm. Can't get better. So, budget, 2 million. And two million. Two million. Two million. Oh, sorry, two hundred million. <laughs> I was, I was going to say the profit margin on that. Two, well, still two hundred million. It's a thousand so, times profit. <laughs> I mean, profit. If I put two hundred million dollars in something, I got a hundred and well, one point two million. To, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's bringing up Doctor Evil figures here. One point two yeah, million billion. Gajillion dollars. One gajillion billion. Right. So two hundred million dollars. Yeah. And it earned one point two billion dollars. Yeah. I wouldn't be upset with that. You would. Well, the point two is two hundred million. So you've. It's a billion profit. You've earned a billion. You've earned profit. a billion. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to double it for advertising. So you know they've earned in eight hundred. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but yeah, unbelievable. Fucking smashed it. Unbelievable! Wow. And you know what? I've just realised, Tom. You're <laughs> doing Incredibles too, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it because I looked down at one point. And I was like, I swear that's the wrong oh, picture. No. So, so, Incredibles, so Incredibles 2, two smashed it. Incredibles 2 so, smashed so, it. So, so go back to Incredibles 1. All right, budget. <laughs> You'll be like, Tom, they made a loss. Budget, yeah. Budget for Incredibles 1 was yeah. $92 million. Right, considerably lower. Box office was $633 million. Once again, incredible profit margins. But in fact, it's kind of the same margin because you've got half the budget, but you've made 
half the profits it did on Incredibles. That was, yeah. I can't believe yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you did, you did the wrong film. This is a real professional <laughs> operation we've got going on here. To get it as well. <laughs> I was looking at the picture, I was like, I swear that's wrong. But I just oh. kept on being like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, talking about something they spent 200 million budget on. Yeah. Incredibles the game for PS2. They can't have started. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't say what that's, budget That's impossible for PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah, so Inc- Incredibles the game, like, like I just said, for the PlayStation 2 is what we have played. So this is developed by Heavy Iron Studios. Which I've never heard of since. Who I've never heard of. And published by THQ, which is sadly now... Isn't it Nordic now? Is it still... It got bought by Nordic, so it's now THQ Nordic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently Iron, Heavy Iron Studios is still going they doing at the moment. They're most known for their Pixar games and a SpongeBob SquarePants game. It says they're still going, but are they? SpongeBob SquarePants is getting a remaster. Rehydrated. Yeah. They made the Grand Tour game. Grand Tour? What? Yeah, you know. Top uh, Gear. Top Gear, the new version of Top Gear. They made that game. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. So they're, they're, they're getting work. Might not be the, oh, the mate, best. They've got of... a few games we're going to play of theirs. No. Yeah. Go on. SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie game. Okay. Yep. We'll go over that. Uh, Ratatouille. We will go over that. Wally. Wally. Yes. Up. Really. UFC personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, family Guy, back to the multiverse. Oh. So yeah, they got a couple. Yeah. All right. So we're going to start. South Park, quite... Stick of Truth. No. Co developed that. No. It did. Goodness. Well, I, I suppose we better start getting quite friendly with Heavy Iron Studios then because they're soon to be close friends. Heavily, heavily featured on our list. Yeah. Scooby-Doo, Knights 100 Frights. That sounds a bit too scary for us, Tom. It sounds far too scary. We'll have to play that in the middle of the brightest day on the record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so <laughs> this game for the PS2, it was also released on GameCube, Xbox, PC, Mac... And there's a Game Boy Advance version. Oh, ho, ho, ho. did you ever play this? No, I, I was aware of it, but never had any inkling to play it. Even though I love The Incredibles, never had an inkling to play it and didn't really feel the need. Yep. I, to be honest, in 2004, I had no idea this was a. Mate, we had games. We had fucking Final Fantasy X in 2000. Like, come on. Yeah. What What's possibly going to keep, keep us going? The want to get Tidus's ultimate weapon. Apparently his name is pronounced Tidus. Oh, which come I hate. on. I nah, hate. I ain't calling him Tidus. The voice actor for Tidus said Tidus. So, I mean, that kind of means it's... I hate it. I, I don't like it at all. Hang on. In Final Fantasy X, we've, we've really gone on tangents. We've derailed big time, haven't we? In, in Final Fantasy X, you can rename all of them. Yeah. But then don't they say Waka? Don't they actually say it? And don't they? And doesn't Titus Titus actually say like Lulu and Waka? Doesn't he say their names? But you can definitely rename him because nobody ever says his name. They definitely say Oren's name. Yeah, I don't know. But then they, they say Kamari. 
I'm sure Yuna says Kamari. Yeah, and also when when you go to <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the, where the Ronso live, yeah, in the big in the big cold mountain, Mount Gagazet. Yeah, yeah, they call him Kamari. They, they call him Kamari because that's where you find out he's been bullied his whole life. So can you rename the characters? I don't know. <laughs> Should we look it up instead of just monologuing? <laughs> that's that's confusing, that isn't it? I, I, you definitely can rename Tidus because I obviously played for it once and then I just replayed for it a second time and just replaced the. D-U-S with another T. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> right. Hold on. Yeah. What Final Fantasy's first game in the series have voice acting. Major cutscenes are voiced. As a consequence, you could no longer name your party members because the names right. have been spoken in dialogue with the exception of Tidus. You can rename Tidus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That, that does make sense. Fair enough. That's that's another mystery solved on cash grab. Yay! Goodness gracious. That was solved in 2018. Actually, no, that was solved in 2000 and fucking whenever the game came out. <laughs> 2000. <laughs> there we go. Oh, uh, Right, yeah, so The Incredibles game. Right, The Incredibles game. So off the bat, what I would say about it is it's very nice to look at considering it's PlayStation 2 and it's I mean, 2004, it's kind of getting into the life of the PlayStation 4. It's been a a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 2, but it's been around a while. So it's a nice looking game. It's nicely presented. It's smooth as butter. It plays well. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, It's, but like, it's one of those things that like, I don't know how much you can praise it because realistically at the end of the day, it's a pretty straightforward, like, you know, simple command, beat them up linear level game yes which which let's be honest there was a a butt ton of them on playstation one and there was vice versa on playstation 2 so even though it has got like the incredibles coat of paint on it which is great it links into something brilliant Mm -hmm. in its bare bones if you strip away the makeup what is it at its core it's it's not actually anything special yes but it is just that coat of paint which kind of keeps you hooked. I mean, we, we had a fucking blast playing it. Oh, we had a great time. In in which case, you know, keep posted for our opening bid episode because, God almighty, we, we just spent half an hour pissing ourselves with laughter. Yeah, it was it was very funny. Like, it, I, it I really did enjoy myself. It was absolutely great. Uh, it was lacking, like, in combat and stuff. It was yeah, very, very basic. Very, it? very basic. Yeah. Um, but I like the fact that you could play as Mr. Incredible, then you play as Elastigirl. It did jump about. And then I yeah. assume you get like stealth missions as Violet, That'd and then you're going to get yeah. mad running missions as Dash. Yes, it does make so, perfect like, sense. It does. Oh, if uh, it would be nice to give you a Frozone level. That'd be lovely. Like, yeah. It feels like it's in that kind of game where it would do that. Yeah, like, it, it does. does feel like it they're going to sort you out of those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it does start with like the cutscene of the game. Oh, sorry, the cutscene of the like, first cutscene of the film. Yes, but then it goes on a different route of to what actually happened, mm-hmm. which I quite liked. I thought like, yeah, get us in, and then send yeah. us on a bit of a different adventure. It's taking a spin on it, isn't it? You know, it's, we're still going after um, Bon Voyage, but it's just a very different way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found that it did play well. 
I mean, the only thing I mm-hmm. struggled with was that you couldn't change the invert of the stick. So with the camera, yeah. So it was just kind yeah. of like that. Made, but that's that's a me thing because like, the I, camera that, was your downfall a few times. I would yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So that was like that was the problem I was facing was that I was no good with that camera and I couldn't change the invert on it. Yeah, yeah. So I kept getting fucked by it basically. <laughs> like, it was. It's a very simple game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does play nice. And I suppose at the end of the day, if if the the key to this was that Heavy Iron Studios didn't want to develop an overcomplicated game. They wanted a simple game, which looked good, which was nice to present, easy off the cuff. Children and, can play. Yeah. That's, you know, at the end of the day, it's what it's for. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it can it can appeal to a wide age, like age group from from really young, from real kids to kind of like, you know, teenagers and beyond. I mean, we're, we're closing in on 30 and we had a blast. Like, yeah, we had a great time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so if that was the goal... They did achieve it. Yes. Yeah. So you, you you can't knock them that. I mean, I don't know what to say about it. Like, I mean, the fact that we laughed so much about it was mainly due to just like, I don't know, really. Like, I think punching people in the dick from three meters away as Elastigirl was great fun. Can you get more fun than that? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think like lobbing people into things was great fun. It was great because they just slap it and drop. Yeah. It, was, it was a lot. Yeah, it was great. But you said about, um, you know, we were talking about combat. Mm. And last episode was the mask and the combat was dire. This one feels like the bridge between. It feels like the first step onto the bridge that is the Arkham combat and we did allude to that when we were playing we, it yeah. we did yeah yeah and you know everyone loves the batman arkham combat it's still to it's this great day, it's a winner isn't it? and it plays nice and you feel every single punch that batman yeah. lands this yeah, is absolutely. the first step onto that bridge mm. you do feel the punches mm, mm. but with 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 you know mr incredible at least one yes. punch knocks them out, or he fucking just obliterates them off the rooftop. Yeah. So <laughs> you know you don't have to worry about that too much. Yeah. But like when you had loads of people running at you, it, that's when you quickly realised that the combat was severely lacking because you were just smashing it's square, flawed, isn't it? Hugely. Flawed. And then like when you're Elastigirl, you press triangle, which does a big spin. Yeah. And obviously she doesn't knock him out because she's not powerful, but she knocks down the whole the whole crowd. Yes. And yes. gives you a chance to start grabbing and lob- lobbing people away. Yeah. Um it Yeah, you you could see it wasn't quite No, it, it wasn't quite there, but it was there enough. Yeah, it, it's it's going along those lines of that the same as like old school beat 'em ups from like the, the you know, eighties and nineties, that you have like a standard attack and then you've got like a special attack, yes, which you have a meter for either if it's like special meter or health. Yeah. It's going along that, but games by this point are on a three D plane. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't work in the same way as like a side scroller where things can just link up and you can do combos and yes. it's kind of like you almost get glued to an enemy when you're in a combo mm-hmm. because this is like enemies can surround you and it's on you know multiple dimensions and the camera shit yeah and the camera shit it makes it muddy so one or two enemies great you can get the feel of like you know combat's dead fucking simple but it works but then when there's a bunch of enemies you're just like yeah it's just a fucking shit show to be honest isn't yeah. It? But then they do line you up in in places as well. So like with um, Mr. Incredible, mm. his his special move was like a running clothesline. Yes. And quite often, 
when enemies pop out for him, they'll pop out in a row. So if yes, you have yeah, the yeah, clothesline, yeah. you can just fucking run them down. It's, and it was a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. And then like Elastigirl, she has the big spin and yeah. all the enemies seem to jump out in one spot. You've got to get into the middle of it and you can spin yeah, them all yeah, out. Yeah, take them all out in one. Yeah. You know, they do cater towards that character. Yeah, I, I suppose. Well. Which... But the damage is something I want to talk about because the damage system seems very strange. Okay. Because <laughs> as Mr. Incredible... Yeah. One punch, maybe two, kills people. Mm-hmm. But more commonly one. Yeah. I threw a filing cabinet at a fella. <laughs> as Mr. Oh, Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, I reckon, Tom, that. if I was able to pick up and throw a filing cabinet at you... Yeah. ...and hit you square in the forehead... Yeah. ...you wouldn't stand up. No. I, I think that really would kind of be I a would. game over there. It would, wouldn't it? This guy... <laughs> Took a filing cabinet to the face from Mr. Incredible and stood up. Yeah. And then his mate behind him landed. Like, I hadn't hit him yet. He jumped into the room. I punched him once and he died. <laughs> what is going on there with the damage? <laughs> I thought, like, I thought he would just... Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's, it is all over the place, isn't it? And it is one of those things... I mean, I feel sorry for the poor henchmen, to be honest. Because if you'd signed up for a life... Of no, that's fucking stupid. Oh, I mean, they're... they're their intelligence, I won't even get into it. Like, that's, that's, they're unquestionably thick. But where I do feel sorry for, for that one henchman is the fact that a henchman most likely gets into this line of work for the frill. It's half money. Yeah. Half think like, yeah, the opportunity of crime can bring the opportunity of money. Like, I want to get rich quick sort of thing. But also, like, you know, the frill of breaking the law, like, you know, doing all these things has got to be part of it as well. But then to think that, like, they think to themselves, oh, yeah, you know, the the opportunity for death therefore increases. But, you know, at least it'll be a cool death because I'll be doing, like, you know, something, you know, breaking the law and be just, you know, all of this shit, you know. Maybe shot in a crazy bank heist, you know, a mad death. You've said, you know, more than wacko at this point. What? You keep saying, you know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. Really? Yeah, you're wackering it up big time. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm really conscious of it now. You know? You know. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And then basically, they, they jump in. To then go into that life of crime, have that potential of a really crazy death, and then just get nagged by a filing cabinet. But, and you just be like, fuck. Yeah, like, really? This that, is how I'm going out? That is bullshit. And maybe that's it? why he stood back up and he was like, No. This isn't how I'm going out. And then Mr. Incredible punches him square in the nose. As he's like, just like, he thinks he's being really heroic about yeah. him, really just getting... In his head, like, really good form. music's going on. Yeah. And he's like, like Rocky's You're standing back up again. <laughs> and then he's like, no, we're never going to do... He's just back down again. <laughs> and then Mr. Incredible lobs him out a window because he's like, no, yeah. he, he loves his overkill, doesn't he, Mr. Incredible? Yeah. That one where you, like, punched him two times launched him up into the air and then just volleyballed him about. Oh, yeah. He just, yes. If you can pull off the about. Mr. Incredible crouch volleyball hit <laughs> combo, it is a lot it's of fun. A, that is a class thing. It's hard fairness. to pull off, though. It looked it. You got, like, a good, like, three or four volleys on it and that was impressive enough. Yeah. Solid yeah. That I think I've done all right. You, you did great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it is funny. Like, the game is funny. Yeah. Uh, Probably unintentionally. Unintentionally funny. I, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with that one. Yeah. But, henchman like so you at one point you have to throw a henchman at um 
like a little computer thing to stop yes to stop the electricity why can you always see electricity in games as well yeah that's a good point you don't really see it although i suppose we don't really can't do electric like electric floors very often in real life do we no i suppose when electricity does like arc you you can see yeah you do see it but i mean still this was fucking mental it is mental. oh yeah so you're coming up to electric floor and then the henchmen are dropping down in front of you you had to pick them up and lob the henchmen at the like computer that was controlling the yeah. electric floor yeah so i fucked up a few times and <laughs> lobbed the henchmen just all around the place. <laughs> and the henchmen literally just keep coming yeah just like until come out of, like, you're finally tube, done they? and like i just have this image of the henchmen just in a line waiting yeah. and they're like right henchman a <laughs> go and he jumps in mr incredible picks him up and lobs him against the <laughs> wall they're like b, <laughs> b go <laughs> b b jumps down mr incredible picks him up realizes <laughs> yeah realizes oh he's throwing at the computer henchman <laughs> c go henchman c jumps down mr incredible grabs him lobs him at a computer and they're like fuck what do we do Henchman D, go! And then he jumps in. And then he lobs in with the computer and the electric floor stops. And they're like, right, Henchman E, let's go around to the next window. And I want you to jump in yeah. and batter him. <laughs> <laughs> so you go around to the next bit. Henchman E jumps in, all excited and, and sure of himself that he's yeah. gonna he's gonna take you down. And then what's he know? Fire cabinet hits him in the face. And then it, it just keeps going. But there's just an endless line of of henchman of bland until until henchmen. you finish and there was that one bit with elastigirl when i was literally just pressing circle over and over again while well, i grabbed the guy oh threw him, yeah, yeah grabbed yeah, him yeah. threw him grabbed yeah. him threw him moved on to the next bit yeah. and then next one grabbed him threw him and then the next one yeah someone flies up and throws bombs and do you know what you do you grab the bomb you throw you the throw bomb it. you grab the bomb you throw <laughs> the bomb. <laughs> it's one of those things that like i i get that there's a set piece to this part of the level that you have to get past. You have to destroy the generator. But then then that's your problem. Therefore, there are solutions to it. It seems a bit drastic that your only solution is to throw a human being at a transformer. Yeah, at a transformer <laughs> to blow I mean? it up. Like, that's, that's it. There's no other options. No. Elastigirl can stretch. She could just punch the fucking transformer no, from because, a distance. Because if Elastigirl even gets a whiff of 240 volts, she is dead that is true actually she's fucking dead that is true she can take file cabinets to the face all day long all fucking day long but she steps on a tiny bit of electricity gonna fucking gonna plug fucking dead little finger in a plug socket that's the end of elastigirl i mean but a comet to the brow fine <laughs> she'll be all right she'll, fine. she'll be fine absolutely fine no but the the deaths were quite good weren't they yes the, the, you know, I had a couple, <laughs> as the, always the when I'm playing games. The beautiful. falling death was fucking. Because it never amazing. ended. It just kept going, going, and going, and going. And then it cut back into the game. <laughs> it was, it was, it, it was, was a, fucking it seamless. It was a beautiful one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it was like it was almost great. to save us like the agony of what we would see a split second if it carried on, mm. and that would just be the last to go in a bloody heap on the floor. Yeah, but it was splat. So like, the game's camera. Just quickly jumping back to that. We said yeah. we said at the beginning this game gave us kind of Batman vibes slash Spider Man vibes. Yeah, yeah. Main mainly because it was a three D rooftop that you were on, so Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. But Elastigirl literally had bits where you had to swing. Yes. So what they'd done was they had three orbs that you had to grab onto and swing through, <gasps> right? With an electrical floor underneath, and then four of Bomb Viage's mates or two yeah, of them, I can't remember, boys, throwing bombs at you. 
Yes. And you had to swing along with them. And then it you goes had to around work the out. corner, doesn't it? Yeah, it goes around the corner. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you do it properly. Because if you take a bomb, you drop and you die. Yes. And then if you don't quite press R1 when it goes green, you mm. fall and you die. Yes. And then if you're like me and you press the stick the wrong way, which for you is the correct way, but for the game is the it wrong way, the it pans the camera the opposite way, yeah. and then you die. So, <laughs> and then that whole section, on the third go, I skipped every single enemy. Yeah, you just, you just ran through them. Speed run strategy. I, yeah, just ran through them all, mm. flew around that corner, ended the level. So, gonna... my question is... What's the point in the enemies? Do you need to take out the enemies? No, it doesn't seem like you do. Other than the fact that when you've got to throw them into a transformer to get past then some electricity. you need to take them out. But that is it. But and even could... then, it's not necessarily taking them out. It's using them as a fucking projectile. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, so I wonder if you could do a Incredibles pacifist run. <laughs> could Don't. You, you've just could fucking you find, said it now. <laughs> could you now find like, do enough filing cabinets to lob at computers instead? Fuck, you've set us up. <laughs> We're going to have to do that at some point. If enough, if there are enough people, who who, who, st- who wants this? Shit? No one wants this. Who shit. actually wants this? <laughs> who actually goes onto YouTube and think today what I want to watch? Incredibles. It's an Incredibles run, but not any Incredibles run. I want to see a totally harmless Incredibles run. And then when I'm finished with that, I want to watch Incredibles on Game Boy Advance pacifist mode. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to see them complete Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 without a skateboard. <laughs> like, who, who asks for this shit? Oh, oh talking of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Remaster, oh, remake. Oh, that yeah. should be good. I hope so. I'm excited. I hope so. I'm not... There's not a straightaway purchase, I'm, worried I'm excited. It's because... It's a remake, and that means they're going from the ground up. And although they've got a lovely, fi- they've you know Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Two is class. You, you can't go wrong with it. So that's a wonderful thing to work from. But look at what happened with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five, whichever whichever was. Yeah, the one- no, but the the people making this are the people that made Crash Bandicoot Three, whatever it was. Oh, you Oh, they're the ones that made the original Crash Bandicoot, but the ones that made the Insane Trilogy. It wasn't Noid Dog. Vicarious, that. no, it's Vicarious Visions, I think. Oh yeah, they're great. So that's why that's why I'm more uh, up for it. All right, yeah, all right. I trust oh yeah, them. yeah, it'd be, that'd be good then. They'll do all right. Yeah, no, dead exciting that. Uh, right, do you want to have a look at some review scores for the Incredibles game? Yes, I would love to actually. Oh, I've just realised something on their Wikipedia page. We're gonna have to play the GBA version. Why? Exclusive to the GBA version, players can take control of Frozone in some levels. Oh, for fuck's sake. Which are auto-scrolling on-rail sequences. That is sad because I really wanted to be able to take control of If you Frozone. can add the capacity to have Frozone in a Game Boy Advance, if it's on-rails, you can do... Even if it's just on-rails on PlayStation 2, fucking do it. Yeah. I want sheets of ice everywhere. And Samuel Jackson... Telling everyone they're a waste of time. Perfect. You're a waste of time. And doing horrible quips like, chill out. Oh. Chill the fuck out. Continuing after the events of the game, the sequel titled Incredibles Rise of the Underminer was released in 2005. Rise of the Underminer serves as an alternative sequel to the game, featuring Mr. Incredible and Frozone as playable characters with the option of two-player co-op. Oh, boy. I think we should do that, actually. Let's do it. Right. Some review scores. Where do you think this is going to net out? 
The game? Oh, I don't know, actually. Like, I, I would say it's probably around 6 out of 10. Oh! Oh! What? Oh! Very good. No, but first, we're going to go through the fun ones. Oh, no! EGM, 6.33 out of 10. Nice. Eurogamer, 4 out of 10. Ooh. Famitsu, 29 out of 40. Fucking hell, Famitsu. <laughs> Game Revolution, C. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking arseholes. GameSpot, 6.1 out of 10. Okay. Uh, Game Spy, three and a half stars out of five. Oh, Game right. Zone, seven out of ten. Mm. Uh, OPM US, three and a half out of five. Okay. The Synergy Morning Herald. <laughs> Come off it. Oh, sorry, Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> <laughs> I completely misread that. Uh, two and a half out of five. Okay. Metacritic overall, 62 out of 100. Mate, I'll give it, you that. It's, you, you said six. Yeah. I'll give you that. It, but the thing is, it, like that all seems very fair reviews to me. They're all pretty much in that ballpark. They're all pretty average or just over. And that, to me, makes sense. I think those are all very fair. Yeah. Sadly, the GBA version got 55 out of 100. Fuck you know. <laughs> Which means we have to give that a go even more. Oh, my God. I'd like to avoid that, if I'm honest. <laughs> Oh, Game Revolution didn't score it, so we don't have a letter for it. Gutted. Oh, mate. <laughs> I bet you, though, it would be like a D plus. They'd be, they'd be rude about it. Oh, yeah. Like, it would be a D plus. <laughs> it would be a D plus. All right. So, would, do you think you'd carry on playing this game? You know what? Like, I wouldn't, but not because it's bad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just because, it's just like, I think by... By the time we'd finished it, I think we'd learned and taken all we could from it. You yep. know, we were leeches on what was already quite a quite a desiccated body. We just <laughs> took the. Do you know what I mean? We took that last bit of blood. Yeah. And we were like, all right, let's piss off now. Yeah. There's a better feed elsewhere. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I mean, it's the same answer again. If you know. If, if lockdown happened again and we were all, some, re- some reason all of us were locked down in one house and we're like, you know yeah. what, let's get drunk tonight because I have nothing else to do in my time. Let's get drunk and play Incredibles. Yes, I would do it again. You, you know you but, know what though? Out of all the games we've said that to, the one which still is the one that I think we will actually do it. Go on, have a think. You know what's got me. You know what's got me. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to think. <laughs> you know what it's got me. You'll kick yourself when I tell you. The crow. Yes! <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's the crow. That would take so long to complete. It would It would take um, a lifetime, but it'd be worth it. But I would have been tempted to see the other characters when I'm in my mind yep. I thought Frozo was, Frozone was playable. Yep. And now I know that Frozone's not playable. No, I probably wouldn't go back to it. Especially yeah. after that fucking last helicopter boss fight. That, yeah, that, that really took the wind out of my sails. I think that. I think that was the thing. We saw it where it was good, and then we saw it where it was bad, and we thought, no, that's that's fine. Yeah, I'm, Let's I'm leave happy it there. with that half an hour. That that would yeah. do. Anything yeah. more, and we'll just start thinking worse and worse of it. There's no point. Uh, let's let's let it end where it should. Yes, I agree. Lovely. So cool, cool time. time. Wow, this 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 is actually a bit of a difficult one for me. Yeah, for me as well, actually. Okay, I think actually, you know what? I think I, I think I have it. Let's have a look. I can't. I can't quite see. Goodness. So basically, uh, for 
for viewers, uh, for listeners, first of all, uh, those on Acast and other podcasting platforms, please jump over to our YouTube by this point, uh, mainly so you can watch all of our other stuff. That's pretty key. That'll be nice. But especially so you could see the call wall. So we've had quite a few change up recently, especially in our top five. We've we've added Final Fantasy VII and Doom in there into our top five. So our our top five is pretty looking yeah, pretty beefy at the moment. It's and amazing I don't think... that our top five has two game to films. Yeah, I know, which does speak volumes to me. Mm. But you know, I don't think the top five's in in any fear. But I don't think the no. bottom five is as well. And I no. think I think where the review scores were kicking in. So we got number Ooh. one, Final Fantasy VII, number two, GoldenEye of the N64, number mm. three, Alien Resurrection, number four. I would like to actually go back to that. Alien Resurrection, yeah. yeah number four, Doom for everything. And yep. number five is The Warriors for the PS2. And the bottom five, just quickly, is... Fucking hell. Number 30 is The Crow. Uh, number 31 is The Mask. 32 is Wayne's World. Number 33 is Powerpuff Girls. 34 Shrek extra, extra large. large. You, so you know what? I, I will be a very happy man when the crow leaves the top five, uh, the bottom oh, five. Fucking hell! I can't believe it's going to happen. It will happen. It's going. So where what? are you feeling for Incredibles PS2? Came out in 2004. Oh, you know, I think I might have it as well. Well, I personally think. Oh. I'd play it over Moonwalker, oh, okay. but maybe not Jurassic Park. Ooh. So I'm thinking the new 15. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking, I like it more than Cool Spot, but I loved Action Man. Action Man was actually very good. So I was going to put it as the new, what would be the new 16? Oh yeah, the new number 16. Ooh. Who's willing to budge is the question. This is where we need Dan. Yeah, this is where we need a third voice, isn't it? And he'll just, you know what Dan would do though. He's, he's so pleasant and nice that he'll just be, well, why don't you just put it twice and say, you're both right. <laughs> and we'll be like, it's not the point, Dan. It's not the point. Yeah. Uh, All right, look. I'll I tell you what, I'll, I'll concede. Put it as the new number 15. Because yeah. I, I, in turn, I would actually want to play it more than Moonwalker. Yeah, that's, that was my thinking as well. But I, I think I would have wanted Action Man ahead of Moonwalker. I really liked Action Man. Great. There you go. So new number 50, which, you know what? It's it's just above the middle. So right with the reviews, it's around that 60 out of 100, 6 out Bang of 10. It, it makes perfect sense. So there you go. So, I had a big question. Is it a cash grab? Yeah, I think, yeah. To be honest. <laughs> what you I'm, don't think it is i'm gutted but i think it is I'm, but, but the I'm, thing is it's uh, it's not crystal clear no it's a bit of a muddy cash grab yeah like it's like a fine it's like finding nemo because finding nemo for the playstation 2 although it was a cash grab we did um and ah about that because we thought to ourselves actually they've put in quite a bit of time with like the collectibles you have in levels and actually having like it being a beautifully presented game and also, like, I was onto something and I've totally blanked. <laughs> I'm totally fucking blanked. I'm gone. I've gone. It's like Finding Nemo. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. And we ummed and with that. And it is the same thing. It's, it's 
it's like it's not simply there to to be used as a as a way of dragging more money out of this like machine they've got running at the moment mm-hmm. it's not purely that but you can you can't help but think it being a pixar tied in game and it also having movie like fmv having promotional material in the game you know what i mean yeah it it's almost a 50-50 as to whether it is or isn't but there's just enough to convince me it is a cash grab yeah i'd say it's riding the line yeah very well isn't it it's a borderline cash grab but i think all in all yes it does end up as a cash grab sadly sadly it could have it could have broken the mold but it didn't break the mold tame the mold oh i'm wondering right so the game that changed open worlds <laughs> what the fuck gta3 oh what year did that come out when did that come out 2002 now don't get 2001 oh now don't get me wrong i'm not expecting the incredibles game to be a rockstar game because rockstar are in a league of their own yeah they're up there with naughty dog but yeah do you know what I mean when is you know when the when a rockstar release a game the world stops it does yeah it sadly really does. when heavy iron studios release a game the world doesn't stop but imagine <laughs> if they tried to release Incredibles open world a bit more of an open world yeah that'd, be, it, that'd be unbelievable it could have been something amazing it, it would have been unbelievable switch between characters if you've got to get somewhere switch to dash run you know, you know what? even if it's not open world but think of Shrek 2 oh so it's like open environments open environment with that co-op way and you can switch between characters and you can change it up like that would have been that would have been good that would have been so much better we haven't done Shrek 2 yet have we no and that's 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 going to be a good one yeah so I think they could have done more and it would be interesting to see if Rise of the Underminer does do more we'll get to that because well, that would be a fun playthrough but yes I feel like they could have done more and they didn't, sadly. Yes. Cash grab. It's a cash grab. And on that bombshell, we'll call it there. First of all, please like the video. Please subscribe. Please open the little notifications box. Notifications box? What's it called? Description box. And you can check out all of our playlists and other details about our channel. And please, 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 free please is there. You know I'm being serious now. Consider checking out our Patreon and consider becoming a patron. It would mean the world if you could do all of these things or even one of them. Even just click a thumbs up. It takes no time, no effort. Go and do it. But please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Even if you don't watch the YouTube, even if you just like the podcast and listening as you're driving along. Yeah. Please just quickly stop in the middle of the road. Turn off the engine because you're not allowed to pick up your phone in England whilst the engine's running. That's true. Turn off the engine. Put the keys in the in the glove box. Oh my god! Because this... you're not allowed the keys near you, because it's a crime. <laughs> Pick up your phone quickly. Go on Cash Grab Podcast on YouTube. Click subscribe. Click yes to the notifications. Put the phone back safely. Start up your car again, <laughs> and drive along. Yeah, because that and then really your back wheels us. can go over the deer, and then you're away. Sweet, then aren't you? Perfect. So. And we've got an extra sub. That, so was, please, that was amazing, Steph. Well please done. Please just, just, yeah. Just do it. Help us. Help us out. Yeah. Give us 
It's your money. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll catch you next time. See you later. See you later.